Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, I thought I would cover the purchase of the first property I bought down in the United States in Huntsville, Alabama. I've been having a lot of questions about like how I got started and the first steps to get going. So it's going to sort of tell my story. This may not be the actual way that you should go ahead and do the property. I think a lot of people, their comfort level is going to be getting some of this stuff set up before you actually take the plunge. So first I had to figure out where I was going to buy the property, market, uh, which ones were landlord friendly, property taxes that were favorable and uh, businesses, but I'm not going to cover that in this podcast. It's going to be more of like the, the story of how it all went down. Um, first, I created my deal criteria for what it was that whenever I saw a deal, this was what I wanted. Uh, with When you start talking to turnkey providers down there, they'll just start firing deals at you. You get one after another after another deal. And I had to figure out what it was exactly that I wanted. And it everyone's going to have a different criteria. So I, f I was looking for a certain type of property and then finally one came across my lap and it was exactly what I was looking for. So I thought, basically I have to buy this because what if another one doesn't, well, I was going to say, what if another one doesn't come along, but there there's going to be more that come along with everything. I was looking for massive action. I wanted to just go and buy the property and get started and I would figure it out as I went. And so that's what I, I ended up going with. So I, I took and put a property under contract, and it was a $65,000 property. At that point, I hadn't set up an LLC. I had no IATIN. I had no bank accounts. I was just like a total beginner. Nothing was set up. Nothing was ready to go. But I put this property under contract, and I had 30 days to close. I right away went and found an accountant, uh, one that I had actually kept a note of their name. So they were and a Michigan accountant, and they specialized in Canadians, and I think Canadians and Australians buying property in the States, something like that anyway. And so I went and got in contact with them. I'm like, I need to get my LLC. I need my ITIN set up. Can you do all this, this stuff? We have 30 days. Can we pull this all off? And then the accountant said, yeah, it'll be no problem. And they started on getting the, it all set up. I then started talking to mortgage brokers because ideally I wanted to close with financing. I did have a line of credit in Canada that I could use to buy the property fully, but I even if I did buy it with uh, with cash, I wanted to know that I could put financing on at some point. So I started talking to a few mortgage mortgage brokers, and they were telling me, "Oh, their minimum deal, or sorry, their minimum mortgage was $75,000." So I was looking at like a 95 to $100,000 property in order to get the $75,000 uh, mortgage on it to make everything work. But the property I had bought or had under contract was $65,000. So in a panic, I quickly uh, found another deal from the same turnkey provider, and I switched it. So we canceled the contract on the one, and we set up a contract on the other one. And voila, I had less than 30 days to get the deal done, uh, and I still had nothing set up. The next step I did, because this was my first property, is I rounded up three of my close friends, and we jumped in a car, and we headed to Nashville. We <laughs> decided to stay in Nashville just because it's a lot more fun than Huntsville. So we stayed in Nashville, and then in the morning, I would uh, commute down to Huntsville 
to take a look at the property, go over, basically basically wanted to get a feel of the property and how it all went. So then uh, we, we, we stayed in Nashville because it was a lot more fun for the evenings. So back to the financing, I did actually close with cash, but throughout the whole process of doing this, I found that I probably could have found a better rate if I was buying the property and it was the original financing than doing the refinance. The company that I'm using, that I did use to refinance the property, it, it wouldn't have changed the rate anyway, but there is different ways that you could get it lower. Next, I was on vacation in Grand Bend uh, and all of a sudden the paperwork started coming in from the states. I started getting emails saying, you need to get your, uh, you need to file all these paperwork, you need to get your ITIN set up, we need to get the LLC set up, we need all this paperwork signed. So I was on vacation and I ended up spending Oh, mornings, I tried to get it all done in mornings, and I run back and forth over to the tourist center because they had a fax machine, they had a printer. I didn't have any of these things, so I'd take my cell phone, I'd forward them the email of what I needed to print, they'd print my documents, I would sign all the documents, they would fax them for me right from the office there. So that went along, and uh, it all got got going. The LLC ended up not, it took a while to get set up and it ended up being about a week before close that the LLC was set up. The uh, item was being done uh, parallel at the same time as the LLC. But I hadn't got bank accounts yet because in order to get my bank account for my LLC, the LLC had to exist and I had to have all my paperwork in order to say that it was a real thing. And I needed the ITIN in order to set up the bank account. So everything was kind of got crunched down to the last minute. So it finally got set up. I had about a week until we were actually closing. I finally got all my uh, paperwork all set up and I sent it over and I decided to use Royal Bank uh, in the United States in Georgia. And so I was talking with Royal Bank and they're on the phone with me saying, we have a hurricane right now. We're not in the, we're not in the offices. I just had their personal numbers. And... But they're like, well, don't worry, we'll make this work. We'll, we'll get it all done before the uh, your closing date. And But they did. They got the account set up about two days before we were closing. And at the time, I've been reading some books on LLCs and listening to some things on LLCs. But I was reading so much stuff because I was reading stuff on C-Corps, A-Corps, LLCs. And I was getting starting to get my ducks confused. So what I was really focused on was I have to keep the, everything perfectly separate. So from my understanding at the time, I'm like, I don't want to have money going straight from my bank account to the title company because it's all about, I don't want to break the corporate veil. I don't want any of that to happen. So what I want is to send the money, wire the money from my line of credit in Canada to a bank account in Canada, well, just send the money from a, my line of credit in Canada to my bank account in Canada, wire from the bank account in Canada to the Royal Bank uh, LLC in Georgia, and then turn around and rewire to uh, the title company from the LLC. And the reason for that was just to keep everything separate. So the, it would be when the money was going from my bank account to the LLC, it was so that would be like considered like funding the company and then for the comp the LLC transfer to the title company then that would be the LLC funding the property what I didn't want to have happen was 
for them to think that I personally was funding the property. So I wanted to keep everything separate just to keep the corporate veil from being pierced. And for anyone at any point, if whatever liability reason, if anyone wanted to come after me, that there wasn't a transaction for me straight for the property. So then things started to get even more complicated. So we're now two days before closing the property. Uh, I now I'm sending the wire from Canada to the LLC in the States. And there's time for every single transfer. Every single wire takes like a day. It's not like a email money transfer. It's a slow process. So I sent the money and it turned out that the bank, I'm not going to name names of banks, but if you message me, I will tell you who they are and what city and everything. But the bank insisted that the well, the wire was done correctly and I insisted that the wire that there was a mistake on it and I didn't think it looked right and that they should call their support level in order to double check this because it didn't look right because if you want to wire money to Royal Bank in Georgia it doesn't go straight to Royal Bank in Georgia it has to wire through an intermediary which is Chase Bank in somewhere in the state and I the, the way the fields were set up I thought they were backwards and it turned out they were backwards so we had to end up canceling the wire the money came back to my bank account in the states they then tra charged me a fee for the exchange from Canadian to US and then US to Canadian and then Canadian to US again whenever I sent the wire out so it was about like six hundred dollars it just vanished from doing the transfer from their mistake but then the money finally got over to the LLC in Georgia, but it showed up on the day of closing. So then we still had to wire it from there to the title company in order to close the property. Luckily, the people who were selling me the property, the turnkey operator, was very nice, and we pushed the date back one day. We They were cool with just leaving the contract the way it was, like sometimes they could, you know, and say oh we need one more day for property taxes and all these different expenses and the rents because I bought the place where the tenant had just moved in the week before so I had new tenants and so they could we could have had to do all these adjustments but they just said let's just it's only one day we'll just keep it going which was very made things much easier on me so then we closed the property I ended up using the property management that was in place that the previous people had set up for me so they had put uh, as part of the deal, they were going to put the tenants in, they were going to pay for all the uh, placement costs of putting the tenants in, and then it was all ready to go. The only trick was that the property management company got very confused because it got set up with the previous owner, and then one week later, it got changed to my LLC's name as being the owner. And what it ended up doing is they started making payments to the wrong people. So they would set up uh, the wires for the rent deposits to go to the previous owners. Once again, luckily the previous owners were totally understanding and they sent me the money back. So anyway, they ended up sending me the money back. And we got it all straightened and they did it a couple times. And the company, the, rent, the property management company I was working with, couldn't get their stuff straight. They kept having mistakes here. Then they started charging me random lawn maintenance charges. Everything did get fixed. They would make a mistake. They'd send, charge me for some random maintenance. Then they'd fix it and correct it off of my sheet. 
they're pay the wrong people and then they get the money back and pay me properly but it turned into a nuisance and I ended up just firing them because in my opinion they're the property manager and I was having to find the mistakes every month and I felt like I was doing more managing than they were because I was having to look over these things and it was the company was too large the company was all across the entire United States they're in every single state and I decided that I wanted to deal with someone smaller because whenever I called in no one knew what I was talking about I had to go through the whole issue I had to pull up my accounting and tell them what was going on what was wrong and then they transferred me to another department and they would fix tell me that they'd fix this part but they needed this other company that are part of the company to fix this part it was like calling your phone company and it was a, just a big nuisance every month and I just didn't want anything to do with it even though it did get fixed I went to a smaller company that only works in the city of Huntsville and I have I've bought other properties in other states but and so now I have different property management software for each property which would have been nice having the large multinational one but it was just it just wasn't working out for me after I owned this property for about two months I started having issues from the tenants calling me saying or so tenant calling the property manager and the property manager sending me an email saying the water's backing up in the house you're starting to get water backing up in the showers and the toilets and it's not getting out of the house and oh all that stuff so I said what do you say to the property manager and the property manager said let's get a plumber over there and look at scope the lines and do everything so the first time the property manager sent them over they ended up fixing some sort of leak or something under the, the kitchen sink which wasn't a big deal at all it was like a slow drip and they uh, scoped the lines and they said yeah everything's good here's your one week or two week guarantee for all the plumbing that we've done waited another three or four days same thing happened so they sent out the uh, plumber again plumber goes on site and it's a different guy this time he scopes the lines and finds that the bushes at the front of the property have grown right into the sewer line and the whole thing is dilapidated because it's uh, the old clay sewer line going out and they said it's completely collapsed what we need to do is dig it up from the road to your house and replace the entire thing and at a cost of about thirty five hundred dollars so I've just bought this property I'm just getting rent payments coming in now but I haven't even got $3,500 down in the States yet and I didn't really want to wire more money so I called on a limb I decided to call the people who had sold me the property and told them the situation they said no problem they took over the whole thing they basically told the, the plumbing company they handle it they came in two days later dug up the whole yard put an all-new uh, sewer line in and it didn't cost me one penny that is why I really like this specific company <laughs> to date I'm using different property management property is going fairly well it uh, rents out every month I get my, uh, my rent checks every month if you have any questions if you want any of the names of the companies that I was using in here in Canada or the US there's a bunch that I dropped the only thing when I actually did a name drop on was Royal Bank feel free to give me a shout my email is glenn at glensutherland.com or you can go to glensutherland.com and just fill in the uh, there's a info box there that will send me an email or just leave me a comment on the YouTube video alright thanks for your time uh, have a great week bye